get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker, Greg Amzinger of MLB Network joining us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And Michelle, as I look at the weather forecast for Montclair, New Jersey, Greg might be unhappy because we don't have baseball, but at least he's going to get out and play a little golf. Good morning. How are you doing, sir? Oh, there's no golf for me. There's snow on the ground from yesterday. The weather's nice. Kidding. But it snowed yesterday. Absolute mess. Don't worry about it. I'm going to be heading into work because I'm covering this soap opera that's <laughs> happening in real time. So I'll be in the studio all day with my friends, Harold Reynolds and Tom Berducci, anyway. Greg, I thought your analysis was spot on last night. We are canceling games over, as you said, 14 players that were issued the qualifying offer in a draft that never existed. <laughs> it's amazing, right? <laughs> so it's, it's a back-and-forth uh, messed-up uh, communication. That's what this is. All right, like let's just play pretend, play pretend for a minute that um, you're living in Montclair, New Jersey, and there are potholes everywhere, and you got a couple electrical lines down. They're not picking up your trash, and the teachers are on strike. So you call your local municipality and you're going, "Hey, my tax dollars. Let's get this deal going, man. What's wrong with our town?" And they go hey, we can't fix any of that stuff because we're trying to legalize marijuana across the entire nation. And you're going, whoa, whoa, what? How's it going to work? Who farms it? How do you tax it? Where is it legal, illegal? Uh, that, that sounds like a gigantic undertaking. Can't you fix my potholes, please? Like These are the necessities of my life. Why are we holding up the necessities for this gigantic undertaking? But that's essentially what's going on right now. Uh, The international draft is a gigantic undertaking that was traded earlier in the negotiation with the union. The union kind of gave it away. They didn't want the qualifying offer for marquee free agents anymore, where you get a compensation draft pick from the team that signed the guy that used to play for you. So the guys in the room who are all part of an American draft figured, ah, you guys want this international draft thing. Here you go. Uh, we don't want this qualifying offer. Hey, we got a deal. All right, let's move on to the <laughs> let's move on to the minimum salary. Okay, and then the word got out to Latin players that, oh wait a minute, did they agree to an international draft? No way, no how. And you got former Dominican legends involved, and it's very murky. So we got down to the letter Z of this negotiating alphabet. And we found out when we were down there that the letters, you know, O through W have just been pulled away. And you're like, whoa, whoa, what? So that's where we are. We're all being educated on this international draft on how it's better for younger players. They're trying to inform the constituents of the union and some of these marquee legendary Dominican superstars that, hey, this is better for everyone. And that's where we're at right now. We're trying to understand what would be a gigantic undertaking that they have actually been discussing for years with the other side. Greg, this has already been pretty ugly, but how ugly do you think this could get between these two sides? Well, I think we're at a breaking point right now, Michelle. I think the the next 24 hours will decide how murky uh, the entire year is. What I mean by that, 
we're negotiating about many different topics. I'm, when I say we, I'm not part of it, but we have Major League Baseball and the union negotiating many different topics. But the one that they haven't approached, which will be the number one most difficult topic, is paying players for a full 162 games when they play much, 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 many, 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 many fewer games than that. So in the next 24 hours, we this is our only chance at getting 162 games to give guys their full compensation. Uh, the union and their lead negotiator, Bruce Meyer, has said, we are, our position would be that we would never agree to a collective bargaining agreement without full compensation. So right now, we don't have to worry about that, at least when I say right now, up until this minute of today, we haven't worried about that one topic. The other topics have been a major logjam. But if they don't agree to terms in the next 24 hours, and these games remain canceled, these next two regular season series that the commissioner canceled last night, which he could pull back if they agree today, they're talking today, um, we are giving away any chance at 162 games. You're not going to be able to make those games up. And the league will not, the owners are saying, they're not going to pay the players for a full 162. So how bad could it get? We could go down to 120 games. We could go down to 60 games. Um, yeah, what I, the way I see it, they're not going to give away the internet or the uh, national TV money from the postseason. So there will be a postseason. We've, we've seen what a 60-game regular season looks like. To me, that's the worst-case scenario. That's the worst-case scenario. I hope it doesn't get to that. But the next 24 hours are, are monumental. Greg, this is very unscientific, but I don't think it's inaccurate. Two weeks ago, if we did a segment on the lockout, we would get a lot of vitriolic posts one way or the other, pro, pro player, pro owner. I would see the same thing on social media, on Twitter. I talk about it now. We talk about it on this show. And it appears that apathy has set in. I wonder if the people in that room... And if Tony Clark and Rob Manfred have any idea what they're doing to the fans of their game and causing them to go elsewhere, and it's it's happening now, even though we, we haven't gotten to what would normally be opening day, it's apathy rather than anger. I, I, I agree, and, and it, it's kind of like uh, you'd rather get yelled at and spanked from your parent as a kid than the silent treatment, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, that, that made you feel much, much more upset. Uh, and that's what Major League Baseball is playing with. They know what they're dealing with right now. That they completely understand it. Um, the issue, the underbelly issue, is does this system of every five years going to war with the other side work? I mean, long term, this can't happen. <laughs> One of the options on the table from the league to the union yesterday, they gave them three options. That either included an international draft or didn't include in a qualifying offer and all this stuff. But one of the options was, hey, at least consider it. You have until November of this year to consider it. And if you don't want to do the international draft, we will open up the CBA after uh, three years. So essentially, one of the options was you can make it. Th- you can make this thing a three-year contract instead of five, and we'll reopen things and l- let's just start playing baseball. That sounds like, okay, good. Let's, let's get the ball rolling, man. Let's get spring training going. Take that union. Let's go. But then as you sit and think about it, you're like, does America want to go through this again in three years? I just don't think this system of having so many, you know, hot button topics for both sides are passionate grinding. You know, Harold Reynolds made a great point. You know, the union back in the day, they were fighting for the essentials, you know, better health care. 
uh, a retirement package, a chef. Things, that, things that mattered to people and their families. Now we're talking about, whoa, it's a $10.4 billion industry. We want 51% of those billions of dollars. Does it mean we make $68 million? Well, damn right it does. We should make $68 million a year. Like Both sides are walking away looking bad. And I, I feel like we're in a position now where even if they were to get a deal done and, and we squeeze in 162 games, I don't think either side walks away winning. And, and, and we got to reimagine the way these two sides get together now. I, I'm not saying salary cap, but someone smarter than me has to sit down with both sides and go, okay, there's, there's a better way to do this because you're turning off everyone that wants to be loyal to your product. Greg, I, I know that you are paid by MLB, but for this little exercise, I want you to put on your Max Scherzer Scott Boris Corp hat or your your Bruce Meyer hat. And I, I want to see if you can explain something to me. Because Scherzer and the players have tweeted and talked about how this is all about the kids. This is all about the future. And yes, they did get the kids an increase. They may get them a pretty substantial increase in the minimum salary. But when I look at what's going on and I see the competitive balance tax, which I call the Scott Boris tax, the only thing I see happening with this tax, I, I it looks to me like the union wants Steve Steve Cohen to be able to sign Scott Boris's Juan Soto in a few years. Otherwise, you've got three teams that are going to flirt with that tax, and you've got very few players that are going to be involved in that $300 million scenario we're talking about. Then we look at yesterday with the world draft situation. The Cardinals had $6 million in international pool money and spent $3 million of those dollars on two players and then spent about $2.5 million on the other 10 that they signed. It seems to me like this is still an argument for the rich guys. So I, from, I want you to tell me from a union standpoint why I'm wrong. Uh, I, don't think you're, I don't think you're wrong. I think uh, there's a way to guide you down a couple of these highways that you're on. Uh, the international draft, in, in the vision of Major League Baseball, how they want to do it, you're essentially giving more money. There'll be more international money that would be allocated to the teams that they could spend on the draft, which in turn means that these young players who would still be 16 years old when they get drafted uh, would actually make more money. Then from the Scott Boris Corp hat that I'm wearing, they don't have to sign these terrible contracts when they're 12, 13, 14 years old to, hey, you know, my family needs food on the table. Uh, I'll take this contract. You're going to put food on the table for my family? This is awesome. And oh, by the way, when I get to the big leagues, I have to give you 60% of my $300 million yeah, contract. These are international agents. When we talked about signing a contract to 12 or 13, they're signing with the international agents. And that includes, exactly. Yeah, and that includes the Cuban guys. To me, what they're trying to do by eliminating or not having a world draft, which the NHL and NBA do with no problem at all, by the way, but they want to protect the Rusny Castillos who are getting $72 million over seven years or the uh, the uh, Yasiel Puig, who got sixty million over six, it's not a, it's not about the twelve or thirteen. It, it kind of is, but to me, this seems more about the guys who are getting the big money. So, so to to clear things up, if you're twenty five years old or six years of of professional experience, you you would not be allowed to be in an international draft. 
So for those people at home thinking Shohei Otani would be an international draft, that's not the case at all. Yasio Pui, guys like that, Jose Abreu that played in Cuba for a long time, they would not be allowed to be in this international draft. So there would be age requirements. It does sound a bit seedy to think that, you know, Greg Amsinger would be hosting a show on MLB Network, like, hey, welcome to the top 100 international draft prospects. And I'd be showing video of a 14-year-old and a 15-year-old in the Dominican Republic. But I know this is hard to wrap your mind around. We're actually, the league, by instituting international draft, is staggering that age back two years. They have scouts in Venezuela, in the Dominican, looking at kids that are 12 years old and talking to their families and seeing if they can you know, make sure that, 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 that there isn't a handler around the house that might give them performance-enhancing drugs to make them bigger than they are now and, and, and make this family sign a terrible contract that it might, might make sense now. But 10 years later, they're giving 60% of their wealth away to someone that paid a, a fraction of that to get him to the big leagues. So th- there's, a, there's a lot of things. There are a lot of things that need to be cleaned up. But like I said before, it's such a gigantic undertaking. I wish they would put this off to the side. Everyone agree that it needs to be cleaned up, that it needs to be addressed. But we have to play baseball for crying out loud. The industry is suffering if we don't get back on the field. Let's agree that we need to do this. Well, let's agree in 2024, 2025 that we need to do this, this international draft. But don't let the details hold us back from, from ruining our industry at the moment. So, you know, I, I, I could talk to you 35 minutes on each one of the topics you brought up. It does sound like the wealthy and the rich are trying to get richer. And if Scott Boris is involved, everyone should assume that. No questions asked. But when it comes to the CBT, the competitive uh, balance tax, every owner needs to recognize that as a mirror. And if the mirror shows that you're nowhere close to the other owners in terms of putting a quality product on the field and spending money on your roster, shame on you. That's your problem. If, 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 it's, if it's such a detriment to your life to own a team and it sucks to spend that much money on players, no one says that you have to own a team. There are a lot of wealthy people out there. Scott Boris probably knows a lot of them. It's like, <laughs> sell your team. Put a for sale sign up in your front yard, and guess what? You'll make money. You'll walk away with a profit in your pocket. So I'm okay with moving the CBT up. It's a reflection of teams that don't want to spend. And, and let that disparity grow because shame on you if you don't want to spend. So anyway, I can talk about all this stuff for a long. It's very murky, but hopefully they see that we need to green light this industry, man, and hopefully we do it today. Absolutely. And uh, we'll be tuned in to MLB Network and Baseball Tonight, MLB Tonight with Greg Amsinger, Harold Reynolds, and Tom Verducci. As always, great info, great insight, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good, guys. Take care. You too. Greg Amsinger, MLB Network on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. 
and in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.